Hello and welcome to the Friday, October 14th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storms and Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Jim released today a great free tool that he wrote, uh, dockermount.py. It's a Python script that allows you to mount Docker file systems in read-only mode for forensics analysis. Pretty neat script and uh, probably is going to save you some time if you have to analyze a compromise of a Docker instance. Now it doesn't handle every possible storage driver that Docker can use, but it does deal with AUFS and Overlay Overlay 2, which are some of uh, the more popular ones, even though, well, AUFS uh, may be more the default on older systems. And if you visited a website on Thursday and uh, got a bad certificate warning, it uh, may be due to a mess up at GlobalSign. GlobalSign is one of the large certificate authorities and apparently they did revoke a cross certificate between uh, two root certificates and uh, with that actually by mistake essentially in validated one of the signing certificates for some browsers. Now, this originally was done via a certificate revocation list and that worked all well, but today they started also doing that via OCSP, the Online Certificate Status Protocol, and apparently that messed up some browsers and then resulted in this invalid certificate warning because the signing certificate was no longer trusted. Now I have a link to Global Science statement in the show notes, but when I just clicked on it uh, before recording this to make sure the link uh, was working, I actually got a certificate warning myself from the downloads.globalsign.com website. So don't be surprised if that happens. Uh, maybe someone is playing man in the middle or maybe it's just a certificate authority messing up again. So far, I'm still waiting for a big compromise due to someone leaving SSL version three enabled, but uh, seems like layer eight uh, human problems are beating cryptography at this point uh, by a wide margin. And if you have uh, to analyze locky variants for a living, you'll enjoy that Cisco released a tool that they call Locky Dump. What it does is it extracts the configuration for a particular Locky sample and does save it as a nicely formed text file. In order to do so, however, Locky Dump has to run Locky and then extract the data from memory. This way they could make it work with various versions and the like. They essentially just let it run, let it unpack these configurations then crap it from memory. So you essentially have to run it in a virtual machine or a system that you can afford to lose to Locky. So some kind of reverse analysis environment. But what you get are, for example, all the parameters for the domain name generation algorithms, things like IP address of command control servers. So really neat if you're trying to, for example, analyze a sample that was received at your company and then figure out the uh, what indicators to look for to find infected users. And Chrome today released uh, Chrome version 54. It fixes 21 different uh, security vulnerabilities. 
some of them again in PDFium, the new PDF library that Chrome uses in order to replace the Adobe PDF library. Also, uh, cross-site scripting flawed looks kind of interesting in Blink. Not a lot of details at this point. Uh, Google will typically open up more details further into the patching process as more and more users have updated the version of Chrome, which should happen over the next few weeks. And Bleeping Computer has a nice write-up about a new version of the DXXD ransomware. Haven't really seen that one around much, but a couple of interesting things here. First of all, a very different ransom notice. When you log in, it sort of gives you a login warning telling you that, well, the Microsoft Windows Security Center is notifying you that uh, your system has been compromised and uh, then it requests that you ask their experts for help. Well, the email addresses are, of course, not associated with Microsoft. Also, the latest version of this ransomware does go after network shares, even if they're not mapped to uh, the infected computer. So uh, that server then tries to connect to pretty much any share it finds and tries to encrypt files if it can on these network shares as well. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.